0: What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Starting or Settling. I'm your host, as always, Julia. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm very excited for today's episode. As you can tell by the title, we're going to be talking about some fun things, aka how to quit your job, which I will get into why that is today's topic. But I also just wanted to say again I really hope you guys enjoyed the previous episodes my interview with my cousin Richard that I broke up into three parts where he graciously came on and was very open and honest about his gambling addiction and how it impacted his life and what he's doing about it and with it now and also like I said in at the end of the third episode We're going to be interviewing again. We're going to be recording again. I'm going to have him on again. He has so much more than he wants to say, specifically the impacts of gambling on young people because of just how prevalent and commercialized it has become and how normalized it is. And it's a scary thing because no one really talks about, I feel like, the true dangers of it. And to reiterate, this is not saying that you should never gamble because that's not the case. Not everybody's an addict. Not everybody has a quote unquote problem, but just little things to be aware of that um you may not realize. or even if you don't gamble or you don't really care, it's I think still interesting to hear people's stories, especially someone like him who has so much to say and is really good at saying it. So, Be on the lookout for that. We are going to be recording within the next few weeks, I believe. We still have to set a date on that, which reminds me, Cousin Richard, if you're listening, I'm going to text you after I record this because we need to set a date. Um, But yeah, so today's episode, I was thinking over this past week while I apologize, I did not post anything or record last week. I was honestly feeling a bit fatigued and I will get into why actually in this episode. And so I felt it was best to just give myself a little bit of a break, give myself a week off and also just brainstorm. And one thing I was thinking about was I'm coming up on being one year post-grad from college, which is insane how fast time is flying. So everybody cherish the time you're in college because it ends really quickly and I want to go back. But uh, almost exactly um, about a month from now, it'll be exactly one year since I walked, which is insane. Um, But I was thinking about, I was in school for a majority of my life. And I obviously learned a lot with different subjects and having different teachers, professors, whatever it may be. And I was like, well, what did I like not learn? Because adulting kind of sucks. And there's so much and I'm barely adulting. I'm still living at home. I'm still... You know, kind of on my parents' dime a little bit, which I'm very, very grateful for because it's allowed me to save money. But there's just so much that we don't learn that I think is so important. And as you could tell again by the title of today's episode, one of those things is how to quit your job, which sounds like a very weird thing that you would quote unquote need to be taught how to do. But the reality is that most people don't stay in the same job, same team, same company for their entire careers. That just doesn't really happen frequently because, you know, if you start working at 22, 23, 24, 24 years old, your interests change, your priorities change, things happen, life happens. And so that ultimately does change your career path, which is not a bad thing at all. Um, and the reason why quitting your job came up is because I quit my job. Um I quit my job about a month ago. My mom tells me that I should phrase it as I moved on to another opportunity, but mom I I quit my job. I put my two weeks in. That's what happened. It's okay. I'm not ashamed at all. Um I just started a new job. I'm going I'm on my third week now, which is also crazy because I feel like I literally still just started, but that's also why I've been feeling a bit fatigued because it's a lot. You know, I'm meeting a ton of new people. I'm commuting into the office a few days a week. So it really is a lot, but I'm enjoying the process so far. So I'm going to get into all that. I want to start though from the beginning and kind of tell you guys why I quit my job, how I did it, how I felt doing it and what I learned from it. So let's get into it. So why I quit my job. Um, So I was in an HR role and hr stands for human resources and basically human resources anyone in hr is basically the person that does all the behind the scenes things to make everybody else look good is how i would describe it and how it was described to me while i was in that role as well it's payroll it's benefits onboarding offboarding mediating issues between employees and teams and managers and promotions and title changes every little thing that that's HR basically in a nutshell. And there's so much more I didn't even cover, but I don't have enough time to cover it. Um, so I went out came out of college with this job. I thought I wanted to do HR. What really drew me to it honestly was I like working with people and being in communication with people all the time. That's what interests me. I like just like learning about people that, which is why I'm doing this podcast too. Um, And so I really thought HR was going to be that opportunity to really just connect with people every single day. And while that is true to a certain extent that that was the case, the overall work just simply wasn't for me. Um, As lame as that sounds, I wish it was a more interesting story. But I truly loved every single person I worked with on my team, my manager, everyone who trained me. I learned so much from them both about the role but also just how to conduct yourself in a certain manner and maintain confidentiality with sensitive information and just every little thing how to write certain emails. I got much better at Excel, Microsoft Excel which I sucked at because being an English major they don't you don't worry about Excel in college because why would you? But um, yeah, so I I really learned a lot and truly, truly loved every single person that I worked with. But just the work itself wasn't for me. And at first I was like, okay, because I was working a lot of hours. I was working like 10 to 12 hour days for quite a few months and it was burning me out. So I had a conversation with my parents and brothers about it and they told me to talk to my manager. I did. He was completely receptive and understanding and really worked with me to help fix that problem because ironically, one thing that I talked about with employees while I was in the role was just preventing burnout because burnout will cause you to quit very quickly Uh, because it's just you don't realize you're burning out until you do and then it's kind of too late. So, my manager was extremely proactive in helping me. And that just made me feel really good to feel validated and to feel supported uh, by my manager, by my team. That was awesome. Um, so, once the hours got better, I still was genuinely waking up every single day, truly dreading my job, having so much anxiety around it. It was stressful because, you know, there were so many deadlines and things to keep track of where it's like, if I don't get this in, this person's not getting paid what they should by this date and that's going to be a problem and it's going to fall on me. It was just a cycle of constant negativity, fixing people's problems. When I was having so many problems of my own, it was just very draining and it just really wasn't for me. And I didn't realize that I didn't want to do HR anymore until I had what my company calls like an annual review Where you sit down with your manager and you discuss your performance and things that are going well, maybe things that are not going well, what needs to be worked on, how to get you to the next level, just to sort of see where everybody's at, make sure everyone's on the same page, which again is a super productive thing. And it was really nice to do that because just to hear, you know, how your team is thinking of you and the work you're doing is always helpful, good or bad feedback to me, it's always helpful because it's just, I'm learning what I'm doing well and I'm learning what I need to work on and that's it. And so my manager basically said to me, you know, you're doing this, this, and this really well. I think you could work on this and this, but ultimately, you know, you're nine months in, we want to get you to a spot where when a promotion is available that you can take that. And my immediate response was like yeah absolutely I would love that because like who wouldn't want a promotion you know what I mean and I was like this is great now I know that I'm really working towards getting to that spot where they can promote me and then I was thinking about it that night and days later and I was like why would I take a promotion it's only going to cause more work more responsibilities that are being put on my plate more stress, more things that I just don't want to do. The only reason I really would want the promotion, two reasons, the money and being able to put that on my resume. And that is not a good mentality to have around a promotion. You know, it's normal for people to not like their jobs some days or struggle with it, but the overall outlook should not just be, I don't want to do this. And truly, I was like, okay, I've been here for nine months, you know, can I see myself being here this time next year? And I was like, absolutely, I better not be here this time next year. So then I was like, okay, then why would I take a promotion? Why would I stay in this role, only get myself deeper into it when it's just going to continue to make me miserable? More money, a higher title ranking, whatever you want to call it that's not going to make me happy. It's only going to make things worse for me. And so then I was like, why would I take that opportunity away from somebody who actually wants it? You know? So that's really what made me come to the realization that I can't stay here. I need to start looking. So I contacted an old boss of mine. Just I'd, I'd actually contacted her like a few weeks prior and I was just you know, talking to her like, I don't know if I love what I'm doing. Here's the pros of it. Here's the cons of it. You know, I'm just kind of on the fence. And she was like, okay, well, it's, you know, it's not bad to, you know, look around and just see what's out there and see if there's anything that really sparks your interest. You could even interview for things. And if you ultimately want to stay at your current role, they, your company never has to know, like, that's totally fine. And honestly, that's not the worst thing in the world for you to do anyway, just so You can keep those interviewing skills sharp, make sure your resume and stuff is up to date, but you can also just see what's out there just in case. And so I took her advice. I started doing that. And then a few weeks later, a role had opened up with the same company, not her team, but a similar-ish type of role that I had done for her, which I loved. And it sounded really cool. So I applied, interviewed, ended up getting the job. All of this was done without my company knowing um, my current company at the time. So then I was like, all right, now I have to quit because I I signed the offer letter. I'm taking this job. I'm I need to put my two weeks in. Um I was fucking petrified. I was so terrified of quitting my job because truly I felt like I was letting my team down. And everyone kept reminding me, you know, this company, this team, this role, it all existed before you got there. It's not all going to come crumbling down because you decided to leave. Like it might be hard for a few weeks or whatever it is, but they'll get through it. They'll be fine. And I knew that logically. I knew in the back of my mind, like, yes, of course, I know they're going to be okay. I'm not the saving grace of this team. I was an entry-level role right out of college. Like, they'll be fine. But I still couldn't help but feel bad because I really, again, loved everybody on my team. The people I worked closest with, I truly, you know, learned so much from them and had so much respect for them. And I was just really upset because I I was saying, I was like, I wish I hated them because that would have just made it easy. But unfortunately, I was put on a team of people who are all just really good people and really smart and really good at their jobs. Um, but I have to do ultimately what's best for me. I can't hold myself back from an opportunity, especially just to stay in one that I'm currently miserable in because I feel bad for other people. Like life goes on, that role will get filled. The team will do what they need to do to pick up the work while they're trying to get that role filled. It'll all be fine. Um, So I was super, super nervous. So I put a meeting on my manager's calendar and the next day was when I was telling him. So I basically, in a nutshell, said how appreciative I was for the opportunity, but how HR just wasn't for me and I needed to pursue other opportunities because, you know, I just don't see myself staying in HR long term at all. And so I felt like it would be best to move on now. And he was very surprised by it. Um, And also I'll admit it. I cried. (laughs) I'm such a loser. I was the one quitting and I cried. Like I didn't get fired. I straight up quit and I cried. And (laughs) you know why? That's how, that's really how nervous I was, how bad I felt. It emotionally was just weighing on me so much. My older brother, he it was uh, funny. He texted me. He was like, "That's honestly a great tactic. He can't get mad at you if you're crying." And I was like, "Yeah, that's very true." So I guess I did well there. But I was a little embarrassed that I cried. But I honestly, it was genuine. It really, really was. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that. And you know, he was so so receptive, so nice. He was like you know, you do not need to feel bad or apologize. I'm very happy for you that you're, you know, going into something that you're excited for and that you feel like would better suit you. Um, you know, just super positive. And that's how the entire team took it. Um, which felt really good to just that everyone was happy and excited for me. Um, yeah, so that's how I did it. (laughs) Why and how I did it. And, right after all that it felt like the world's biggest weight was lifted off my shoulders and to be honest with you guys i don't know if i would have quit or quit as quickly as i did um being only 9 months in had covid not been a thing like had i been going into an office and being around people all the time i don't know how different it would have been but given what the hours were like you know, working as much as I was. Work literally consumed all of me. And when I wasn't working, I was stressing about it. And it took over my whole life. I wasn't, I mentioned this a little bit actually. I, oh my God, I did say that I quit my job in the gambling episode. I think it was the second episode that I talked about it. Well, either way, I'm getting more into it today. (laughs) But basically, you know, I wasn't eating right. I wasn't working out as much. I wasn't seeing my friends really. I was just a miserable person and it sucked. And the second I quit my job, I was just so happy because I knew it wasn't permanent, which listen, no job is ever permanent. And I also understand like I was very lucky. I was in a position where I was able to quit in the sense that I had another job that I was able to get and line up so that, you know, I wasn't stuck being jobless for or unemployed, I should say, for however long. Because listen, finding a job isn't easy. And so that's definitely something I would recommend. You know, there was a point where I broke and I was like, mom, dad, I'm quitting today. That's it. I have to be done. I'll look for a job after my last day. I can't do this. And they like begged me. They were like, Julia, you cannot quit before you get another job. It's just not smart. And honestly, thank God, because I didn't get this job until a month after I originally wanted to quit. Um, so I would have been a month without a job and someone who's trying to save up to go, you know, move out into Manhattan of all city, which is like the most expensive city ever. You know, I, which I, I can't confirm that, but it feels that way. Um, you know, I have, who am I to, to be unemployed for a month just because I got mad and wanted to quit? Like, it doesn't work like that. So definitely, 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 if you want to quit your job, have something else lined up, even if it's something temporary, like, you know, getting a job at a restaurant or, um, retail, just anything to make sure you're still going to have income that you can live off of. Um, if the job really is that bad also i think after depending on the circumstances and how much time you've been at a company unemployment does come into play i don't really know all the logistics of that but yeah so that's that um and what i learned there's so much that i learned from my first job and quitting it um one thing is people always said it but i never really like took their advice because some of my coworkers saw how stressed I was at points. And it's truly because I take my work very personally. I want to be looked at as just a team player, someone who's reliable, someone who, for lack of a better phrase, has their shit together and you can turn to if you need something done. Um, So anytime I made the smallest mistake or what I thought was going to be a big mistake, I immediately was like, I'm fired. I'm getting fired. It's over. It's this, it's that it's literally fine. Like I put all this pressure on myself, which of course added to my overall stress levels to be this perfect person that I'm just not because nobody is, you know, all I can ask of myself is to work as hard as I can, ask the questions that I need to ask and, you know, hold myself accountable and be responsible about getting my things done, getting my, you know, responsibilities completed and and done well. Um, and after hearing all the feedback from everybody when I was leaving and they all had like such nice things to say, I was like taken aback because I really thought I was like annoying and frustrating to work with because I asked 20 million questions a day. But it ended up being that a lot of people liked how communicative, I can't speak communicative, I was and you know, it just little things like that. Just don't be, I shouldn't be so hard on myself for mistakes because they're going to happen. They're inevitable. That's how we learn. That's how we grow, right? Like it sucks in the moment, but especially if you make like a bigger mistake, you're never going to make it again. So um I definitely learned that. I also learned that it is so important to have other things in your life that you Make a priority outside of work because sometimes, especially during COVID time, it's so easy to get caught up in work and all you think about is work because we're working from home a lot, at least a few times a week, if not all. And so it's like, when do the hours really start and end? Because in normal life, pre-COVID, you got to the office at nine o'clock, you left at five, five o'clock, unless you're in some other field where the hours are insane. And then you go home and you don't bring your laptop home with you. You know, everything stays at your desk and that's it. But now with COVID it's like our laptops, everything it's all right there. So if we have a lot to do, what's making us stop, we don't have to go home. We're already home. So why not just keep working? Um, you know, having things like working out for me, it's working out podcasting. I want to start cooking more, reading a little bit, seeing friends more, just doing things that actually make me happy so that work doesn't seem as bad because it's not consuming every thought and action that I have and do. So definitely find, even if it's the smallest things like going for walks or grabbing coffee, meeting friends, whatever it is, just go for it because work is a part of life. It is not all of life and should only honestly be a small fraction of it. I know time-wise, if you're working 40 hours a week, it's obviously more than a small fraction of your time. But in terms of the amount of thought you give it, it shouldn't be so all-encompassing, because ultimately, as my boss and my coworkers always said, literally for me, I'm not curing cancer, I'm not saving the world, I'm just doing my job, you know. And so then, I mean, we me realized was like these poor people, you know, nurses, doctors, policemen, firefighters, all these people who literally are out there saving lives and saving the world and putting their lives at risk, or you know, one little mistake can literally be a huge, huge problem, it just puts things into perspective a little bit. So definitely just try and keep that perspective. Even when things seem really bad or seem like they're a huge deal, whatever it is, just don't be so hard on yourself. Um and find things that make you happy and stick to them. You know, starting up this podcast again when I did, this was around the time that I had quit my job and you know it 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 was a huge upper for me really because it gives me something to focus on that I enjoy doing that is productive that isn't work like it is work to do this I have to constantly be thinking of content planning the episodes editing episodes whatever it is but I enjoy it so it doesn't feel like work but it is productive and I do see a result from it it's what I like to do so there's that. And the last thing I would say, the big thing that I learned is do not put limits on yourself as to what you can do ever. You know, I feel like coming out of college, having such specific degrees that we all have, we feel like we're in a box and we can only go for certain roles or jobs or fields because that's what people with these majors do. It literally doesn't matter. If you are a hard worker, if you're smart enough, And you don't have to be the smartest person ever and if you show that you care and that you're someone people can rely on you'll get a job and you'll do well in that job there is no role entry-level role i should say where you're truly expected to like job postings sound so intimidating because they're like we require this amount of years of experience and you know this proficiency and whatever it is but then you get to the job and everyone acts like you know nothing because they don't expect you to know anything, because they're realistic with their expectations. So don't feel like you have to stick to what you studied in school, because you just don't. Like, work. it doesn't work like that. We think it does, because we're told it does, but it doesn't. So if you are maybe thinking of breaking into another field, or maybe leaving your job, or you're unsure of what you want to do. Don't limit yourself to what you think you have to because you're only setting yourself up for failure. Truly, um, it was the same thing for me with this podcast of like, I thought I had to stick to a very specific niche genre in order for people to continue to listen to me. And while I don't have the most amount of listeners ever, truly, like, this makes me happy just talking about whatever I want to because it's my podcast and I can. So don't limit yourselves. Don't set up boundaries that don't exist for yourself. Just go for what you want, work for it, and see what happens. We're honestly given who probably listens to this episode, guys, we're all so young and we have so much life ahead of us. And why waste it on what we think we have to do versus what we want to do? At least give it a shot. At least give it a shot. So if any of you ever need advice on how to quit your job, I'm your girl. I can help you. I've got experience now. I can do it. I can tell you more about quitting your job than any high school or college class ever could. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you took something from this episode. I hope it made sense. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. I did mention that I quit my job a few episodes ago, but you know what? Now you know why. So Let me know if you guys have ever quit a job or if you're thinking about it or maybe cool ways you got jobs that you love, whatever it is, I'd love to hear from you guys and I will catch you on the next one.